You're listening to the Hidden Battles Podcast, brought to you by HiddenBattlesFoundation.org and our partners, DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Find them at dcu.org with our hosts, Scott Heider and Chris Hurst. Welcome to the Battle. Hey, everybody. This is Scott from Hidden Battles. You're listening to the Battlecast coming semi-live from the Battle Bunker. Um, on the phone tonight, because we are in quarantine mode and we're practicing our social distancing, we have Chris and we have Matt. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's going on? Howdy, duty. Uh, what's new, guys? Well, just dealing with this wonderful quarantining stuff and being deemed essential. Matt, you can attest to that. Yeah, I still go to work every day. Yeah, Matt, Matt was deemed essential, too. Welcome to the club, Matt. Oh, I'm retired from the essential club, but I'm all right. Hey, before we start, let me do our numbers, all right? Uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline, or Lifeline, we have 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Veterans press 1. We also have text-to-talk. It'd be 741-741. You have uh, Chris's three favorite numbers. Chris, rattle those off for us, buddy. 911. So Matt's part of the 911 club now, too. Uh, Matt, fill everybody in. What happened to you since last time we've had you on? I don't know. I don't remember when I was on last. All right. Well, Matt, you became an auxiliary something or other? What's going on there? I'm a firefighter for the volunteer department in the temple. Oh, fun. Uh, how you liking it so far? Oh, it's not bad. I get to, I just help put their new to them engine in service. So it's, uh, it's enjoyable so far. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. So now we can call you like a nozzle head and a Jake and all those other fun things, right? You, you well, now, you, know, you now apply it to the flip, all the slippers jokes. Well, yeah, but at least I get to put out a cool calendar. Yes, this is true. Suspenders and oversized pants. Good for you, Matt. So well, yeah, yeah, there's no policeman one because. They're all eating donuts. Well, no, it's because you probably have one police officer in your town. And he's probably the fire chief. Like three. <laughs> uh, I think Matt would look good with like that overall suspender look with his mullet. Yo, absolutely. That's a given. And then he's got to grow one of those mustaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we talking handlebar or are we talking one of those like oh, of curly course. ones? No, like the... The Daniel Day-Lewis in the um, Kings of New York mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Chris, you had a, you did a pod. Well, actually, you were on a webinar today, which had some I amazing, was. yeah, some amazing facts. And what we wanted to do is just bring to you guys today, or at least with this pod, uh, this podcast, is it's going to be a while before normalcy sets in again. So, a lot of mental health issues are, are jumping to the forefront with people in anxiety and depression and. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Chris, actually, why don't you fill him in on the webinar you had? All right. So I, uh, it was brought to us by a company called Lexapol, which is a public safety. They do policy and training solutions for law enforcement, fire, rescue, corrections. Um, and they just started to do some nursing stuff. So I had a webinar with them today. And uh, I just want to apologize to start off. I have my little uh, six-month-old puppy Sam here with me so if you hear some barking or some noise in the background it's probably him so I apologize but uh there you go he, he got a ding you want to you want to yeah, plug his Instagram go. too 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll pass on that one. All but, right. Uh, anyway, the topic for today was the first responders, stress management, and the coronavirus. So obviously the entire world and everybody's lives is now wrapped around this coronavirus thing with it being, you know, social distancing, stay home, don't go out, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, all these businesses are closing or on temporary hours. So there was a study that went out. It was on March 23rd, 2020. Um, and it was via, can't figure out who it was via, unfortunately. If I listened back to the podcast, they mentioned it. But they were ripping but off was, all of our friend, Dr. David Siegel, or Daniel Siegel yeah, stuff, they, right? Yeah, they have tons of doctors and stuff. And mm-hmm. the doctors that were mentioned was Dr. Dan Siegel. He is the UCLA School of Medical Professor uh, for Psychiatry. Interpersonal Neurobiology, by the way. Oh, okay. Say that one fast Uh, at a bar. Neurobiology. Interpersonal Hmm. Neurobiology. (laughs) You have uh, PhD Dan Goleman. He's an author. He's also a medical professor at Harvard in Boston. Um, You have Alyssa... Apple, who's a doctor, she's the vice chair for the Department of Psychiatry at the University of California, San Francisco. You have Yuri Rasu, who is a neuropsychotherapy specialist. And then the last one was PhD Robert Saplosky, UCLA neuroendocrinologist. So this is where all these numbers and facts are coming from, is directly from them. And the survey that was put out in regards to factors associated with mental health outcomes, specifically with the frontline workers. We're talking first responders, nurses, anyone who is really uh, in the front lines for this coronavirus. So our, our paramedics, our in-home, exactly. our in-home healthcare providers, hospice, all that other stuff. Even now with, with Matt, Matt's still full-time with the DPW. Matt, tell us what you're doing right now and how you're affected by this. Sometimes I turn wrenches faster than other times. <laughs> um, but actually today, we there was one of our guys that had a cough and his son was sick. But um, pretty, the nurse said they think it's just a common cold. Mm, allergies. But still, with current things that are going on, they have to do a seven-day quarantine. So we spent all day disinfecting every piece of equipment and vehicle in the shop. Yeah, because you guys don't have the luxury of well, it, not that this is a luxury. So don't get me the, don't get me wrong, but quarantining. I, this is my twenty first day quarantining, so it's not a luxury at all. But it, you don't get the luxury, you know, use of words. You don't get the luxury of staying at home and sheltering in place or or staying in place. You actually have to go out and work. So you're 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 deconning in a sense twice right work and at home yes <laughs> I'm, there's i figured there would have been a lot less traffic than there is mm-hmm. it's the only thing that i'm getting out of it well when it first started out there was definitely a lot less traffic and now it's people are finding kind of a normalcy they're like oh these restaurants are open or i need to go to the store or i need to go do this i mean people just at this point they've been Scott, you said you've been quarantining technically for yeah. 21 days. You've been crammed up in your house with a soon-to-be five-year-old. Yeah. And I'm sure you're going stir-crazy. There's only so much Netflix you can watch, only so much TV. 
And you're not even doing that, Scott. You're, I mean, you're doing projects with Craig and everything else. Yeah. So I can't imagine what some of these other people are going through. I can't sit still, so this would kill me if I had to stay home. And I have the luxury of having, you know, enough property to keep us, you know, busy. Plus, you know, with the foundation and still, still doing virtual meetings and, and going in, like, you know, our, our current endeavor now with our care packages, I mean, it's definitely taking up time. But, yeah, I mean, I think the only positive thing out of this right now is I think people are spending more time personally with each other. Or is that except for me? Yeah, except for Matt, who's constantly working, and Chris, who's constantly working. Um, but I think that that, like, so for instance, we, um, you know, Craig and I and, and and Leslie and the in-laws, we go for we go for a walk. But we're seeing more families out walking. We're seeing more families out spending time with each other in the yard, playing. You know, the other day we saw people playing cornhole in the uh, in the driveway. You know, and you're seeing more of that, which that should be a, should have been happening in the first place. You know, I. Yeah, know. I'm right there with you. I, I mean, I live on a main road with a side street, and there's um, multiple families that are walking by. You see different people that you've literally never seen before just come strolling by your house, a family of four or five. And with all the uh, parks and stuff being closed, there's really no place else for people to go at this point. So yep. they just want to get out and do something. Get fresh air, so they're not uh, crammed up, causing a domestic inside their house. Oh yeah! Imagine if this was in the like in the winter when we were getting snow. That'd be awful. Yeah, there why? would be a lot of domestics. Why, why? Why would that be? Why would that be different? I still go to work. Yeah, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people who right now who couldn't get out of the house, who would be cabin fever for let's say the 21 days of being stuck. There's only so much Netflix or Hulu or whatever you can watch before you start to really get on each other's nerves you know oh you're directing that towards the uh the manager of rowdy's ranch <laughs> yes yeah i am because she's, you do have enough land for her to make you disappear no i mean it's just i i think that that if anything out of this is a positive is the fact that there's actually some more i think family communication going on in a sense i and it sucks for me because i haven't seen marissa in almost a month because like she was in florida for a february vacation she came home for, and I saw her for one day, and then we got quarantined. That that part, but I just, that, I think that's the only positive out of this. There's just this a lot of panic, and and it's foreseeable why there's a lot of panic. Um, but I, I just wanted like, Chris, you're going to work every day. What what kind of what nature calls are you getting a lot? You it's know? just, you know, working at two different departments, I see two different sides of things. I see one, primarily just the police side of things. Uh, the law enforcement side, and then the other department, I see both the police, law enforcement, and EMS side. So it's like, I mean, call volumes you definitely can say have drastically sunk. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's taking extra precautions. Now, one of the jobs, if anyone there gets sick, it's going to blow up like a tick, and then you can wipe out almost an entire department with on, you know, who you're associating with and so on and so forth. So now, now this is brand new, but we have new procedures now that we're doing at that department where if it's a two person shift dispatching, one person's working from home, Mm -hmm. one person's working physically from the state, from the location that our office is at. So that way two people aren't in close quarters of the same room the entire time. Now, if you're working from home, you need to be available. You'll have to have access to all this stuff, um, and it will end come the end of your shift. But 
you know, you always have to be available to head to that location if you're needed. So you're Whereas not the, you're not going to just shut the camera and mute your thing when vacuum while everybody else is on the meeting, like a Zoom meeting, right? Yeah, no. So it's pretty much the only thing we won't have access to, as far as I know, is radios. We'll be able to ha have access to everything else, um, but a lot of our stuff is going to be done over the phone and through email, and it's kind of admin work that we've been assigned to do. Um, now, I'm one of the trainers, so I have a training program I can work on to get ready for when we get new people in, which has been in the works for forever. So now I have something I can work on, uh, but it's not just, you know, oh, I'm listening to a conference call. I guess I'll have to step away. Unfortunately, it's not something I can just throw on my phone, hop in the car, and just drive in a circle for, you know, four hours and yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. Um, How about you, but, Rowdy? What, what do you got going on at your work? Has anything changed as far as the workload? Um, I'd say it got a little bit less, um, especially today, as we kind of shifted gears. So now each worker is assigned to a truck. We don't ride two guys, three guys to a truck anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and you're the only one that will get in that truck and move it. So... Uh, it kind of complicates things, but it's safer in general, especially where the uh, normal age of one of the workers would be, you know, 55 plus. Um, so, I mean, I don't see so much of it working in the shop, but now I let me, can definitely see it's coming down. Now, let me ask a question. Where you, you're in everybody's truck now because you're the mechanic and you're fixing everything. What are you deconning it? I mean, because obviously you have, you know, being military veterans, we have experience with deconning. Are you deconning it? Um, I mean, I wish I could just bring it outside and light it on fire, but uh, <laughs> for the most part, as of right now, I haven't hit a. I mean, we just started this process today. I uh, haven't hit a point yet where I'm going to need to because yep. I'm currently working on installing something on my plow truck, so. Gotcha. I, I don't have to worry about that right now, and I'm working on the tractor. So, mm -hmm. after that, I guess we're gonna figure that out. Yeah. Now, what the now the manager's out of work completely, right? Yes, she uh, she's out till the beginning of May. Okay. Oh. So, As of right now. And now your house is like mine. I've you're starting to do. Uh, there's home projects started at your house, correct? Yes. Um, lots of painting. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yep. And uh, she's basically knocked out all of it, except for the dangerous part where I have to uh, hover above the stairs between the window and that little wall we have at the top. You know, kind of just hover over a story and try to paint. You know, on the end of the paint roller, there's a thing where you can, like, screw a mop stick into and it actually gives you another five feet of reach. Well, um, to make exact cut-ins and whatnot, I guess oh. uh, you, can't, gotcha. you can't do that. Do you have one of those um, gorilla ladders that folds up and you can do staging with? I think it's more fun to just balance back and forth. Doing it. Well, you're airborne certified, so you're, you're fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah perfect. I fall down, and yeah. I'd probably get, you know, Danielle failed to call the call the fire department and then i'd respond to myself there you go just think about it if you save yourself you get a medal 
Get the Lifesavers medal. There you go. See, we're conspiracy. Just remember, keep your knees together when you land. Roll to the side. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you want just straight legs. Just, you just flat foot, straight legs. Don't move at all. No, you Fine. don't because you're at home, and that's not good. You're going to miss work and stuff. Now, I can still get work with yeah. Tom. Yeah. Now, Chris, what do you got going on at the home, the house? So a little of everything. Uh, there was some yard work that was started, power washing, um, lots of cleaning. Because um, Janice is working from home this entire time. So, yeah. you know, if I'm not working, I need to find something to do because everything I typically do is either closed or, you know, I'm just trying to not be part of the problem and try to stay home but i can't stay home it's a problem for me yeah so i'm just trying to find like small little tasks and things to do um so as i said i've deep cleaned most of our house at this point i've started power washing started to get uh yard work done i uh, get ready for the uh springtime that's really what i have going on for me nice well, that's good my life's no secret. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing on this podcast because all you have to do is look at my Facebook and you know everything I'm doing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't, I won't even bore you with that. So, Chris, tell us more. more why don't you give us some facts and, and statistics of um, before I cut you off on that um, webinar that you did today? Because I think the what you're, the facts that you have are pretty fascinating. Yeah, so the, the factors associated with mental health outcomes, uh, specifically for first responder workers, uh and that have a tendency to possibly be exposed to the coronavirus, um, COVID-19. They, 50.4, so 50.4% um, had depression. 44.4, I'm sorry, 44.6% had anxiety. 34% had insomnia. And 71.5% were in distress of some sort. So those are just specifically for first responders on uh, and medical workers on what they were asked on how they feel about this coronavirus uh, when it comes up and uh, going to work on the front lines. So basically, now, you become a, the same symptoms that every veteran has, basically. Exactly. Okay. And in the matter of you know a few days or let's say mm -hmm. I'd even go a few weeks of this uh, virus going on because. You know, I'm not a nurse. I'm not a healthcare worker, so I don't know what the ERs look like. I don't know what the doctor's offices look like. Yeah. But we have people who say that they're on their feet all day long. Their hands are yeah. all cut up. Um, oh, they they're got just in one room, and next thing you know, they have another patient. They have rashes on so, their faces from the masks and stuff. And you know, now they mentioned they mentioned uh, BMS, right? Battle mindset when they were talking about this, also. Yes. So that was later on in the podcast on the stuff that they can come up with. But they did a normal, like a general public, so a normal survey of people on how they, you know, were thinking about the coronavirus. And 78, a little over 78% um, said that they were concerned about a family member developing a severe illness through this. Seven, a little over 74% said that they felt that there was going to be an impact on personal financial situation. So, you know, if... I'm a restaurant worker. Now I'm no longer a server because all the restaurants are closed. Or you work in retail, um, such as you know one of the 
like clothing or something like that, a lot of those have been getting closed if they don't sell food or essential items. Yeah. So getting, you know, laid off, if you will, uh, for this from this virus. Then just about 60% uh, was concerned about spreading the virus. Uh, 56.9% developing severe illness themselves. And then just about 30% we're concerned about having to go to work while sick. Uh, and that is just from the general public. So that doesn't just single out first responders. That's just what the general public's feeling. Now, as you were saying, they came up with the uh, battle mind training system deployment cycle. So Scott, Matt, before you got deployed, is this something that they um, talked to you about and show you? No, no. Before I got deployed, there was none of that. Um, I don't know, Matt. Did you? Did they talk about that with you? I know that when we were there, they they end up cloning the term battle mindset. You know, and there was in theater, it wasn't post traumatic stress. In theater, you had battle, battle mindset. You know, and for people who don't know what that is, that's when you um, you use all your training that you've been you know trained through the military to put yourself in situ situation awareness. You know where. You're starting to be very hypervigilant. You're looking around. You're starting to see things that are a normal pattern, and you start to really start to build off that. You, you, you know, hyper your focus up, stuff like that. So that's what battle mindset is, opposed to when you come home and you have post-traumatic stress. The hypervigilance now is you're always on guard. So there's it's a it's a different aspect. It's the same thing, different theater. And if that's makes sense, Matt, does that make sense? Yeah. Um... We didn't really go through any of that for my deployments. It was um, the worst part was getting into the mindset that we had to go sit at the SRP site and go through all of the different departments for finance and medical to get cleared to go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So that I mean, mindset as far mindset is everything as far as this goes, especially like the nurses and doctors. But now they're doing their their PPE, their personal protection equipment, and and it's constant. Opposed to before, it was. You know, kind of lackadaisy until flu season kicked in, or if somebody came in and had meningitis, or you know what I mean. So now it's 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 all hands on deck, and these guys are living in bio suits with with uh, the N95 masks on, face shields. Um, one of uh, one of the friends of of this podcast, he's actually a lieutenant of mine. His wife's an ER nurse. Uh, when my son was born, she was there uh, for in the in the NICU unit, and she um. Man, her hands, she put her hands on. She looked like a burn victim. She put them on Instagram. They were all cracked. They were blue. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember when I went through, and I, we're all over the place, but it's all right. You're not in your car driving, so you're not going to re-listen it anyway. We never went through battle mindset. We never went through battle mindset training, but we never went through that because when I was going, I was I went in before the war in Iraq. When I came home, the war in Iraq had just was kicking off roughly you know, six months later. So we didn't have that, and a lot of stuff had changed. And that's why I asked Matt to see if he had gone through that. Okay. They're, they're making it worse and worse. Yeah. Is anybody else uh, partaking in spirits tonight, or is it just me? I have I a martini. Wow, nice. Good for you, Matt. I, uh, I am working in approximately two hours, so I am oh. unable to. We'll drink for you. I appreciate it. What are you drinking, Matt? So martini? Uh, no, it's an uh, essential employee quarantini. Oh. <laughs> and, and tell us what that is, Matt. 
Um, it's basically just whatever I grab in the liquor cabinet first and then mix oh. it with something that I grab in the fridge. That's nice. I decided... Uh, so t- tonight it is um, the Captain Morgan uh, Orange Vanilla Twist. What the? What is that? Uh, it's some summer thing they have going on. It's, is it, um, is I it... bought it for Danielle and um, she doesn't get any of it. Oh. So um, it's mine now. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's delicious with ginger ale. Would you have uh, to flavor something with that many names? I mean, you could <laughs> drink it straight. Okay. But um, it just goes down too fast. Oh, okay. All right. So you have you have to add mixers into it, so it's a little bit slower. Oh. I'm I'm drinking um, Jack Daniel Tennessee Apple Neat, by the way. Oh, out of my favorite deployment. I'm drinking my out of my favorite deployment mug. It's yummy. Well, now I feel left out. So if if I was to have a drink tonight, it would be uh, macchiato. Uh, macchiato. No, no, no. <laughs> I have this brand new whiskey. It's peanut butter whiskey. Oh, everybody's drinking that. How is it? It's actually very good. Yeah. I don't so believe you. I would have it on the rocks. I'm, I'm going to say he's drinking it. <laughs> I am not. I can guarantee you. It, what is Jane Ice drinking? Nothing. She has nothing in front of her. They asked what you were drinking, and I said you have nothing in front of you. It's going to be one of those mm. kinds of shows, I guess. Dude, I haven't drinking in so long that, yes. And I actually went full coffee mug full. And I'm oh. a, and I'm about, I don't know, maybe about an eighth left. Oh, crap. Mm. You got to bump those numbers up. Yeah, this is going to get good. <laughs> So, All right, so the battle mind training system, how we would just talk about the deployment cycle um, with getting ready for going into combat or whatnot, they twisted that and made it into the nature of combat for the coronavirus for first responders and stress management and so on and so forth. So the nature of the combat is fighting the coronavirus. Um, it's intense, and it could be life-threatening for whoever's exposed to it and on the front lines. The fear is obviously common um, along amongst everybody. You don't want to bring it home to your family. Um, you don't want to get it yourself, so you have that fear. It yep. impacts everyone psycho- uh, psychologically and emotionally. So whether you're working or not working, staying at home or having to go to work, or you have to figure out what you're doing with your kids and school and so on and so forth. It impacts everybody. Uh, there's a tremendous strain on families. So, you know, spend that quality time with whoever that person is or who your family is. Try to get out of the house. Go for a walk. Play. Obviously, do your social distancing thing. But, you know, try to get out of the house. Get some fresh air. And do some type of an activity so that way you don't have that strain on your family. Yeah. But then you have the moral and ethical challenges, you know, on top of it. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, they're telling us not to go anywhere. They're staying, stay at home, stay at home. But I mean, in a sense, I mean, going out for a jog or going out for a walk, it's. I honestly think that that's something. If you've got to do that, you got to do that. You know, there's sometimes you just need to do that. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, what What I can tell you from what I've seen driving around in Milford. Uh, during the day, there's a lot more people that are outside that uh, outside exercising. Yeah, I people running all over. Mm-hmm. Um, people going out for a walk with their dogs. Yeah, uh, I saw this 
very uh, astonishing lady that was running with uh, what was it four dogs. Wow, good for yeah. that is astonishing. Uh, I can't even run with one of mine, let alone two. And she, yeah, and she had four. Were they leashed? Or are they just running freestyle? Oh, they were leashed. Wow, huh? How do you do that? We should get her on the podcast. Uh, next time I see her, I'll I'll, I'll see if I can get her. Yeah, we'll do a video podcast <laughs> it for that. Be creepy at all? No, she could probably teach Chris how to keep his dog from trying to bite my hand every time I go over his house. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, it's because you have to bite his dog's hand. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You have that, to that, show dominance. Yeah, that that's how it works. He's like, oh, here comes a chubby guy. This guy smells like, oh, what is that on your fingers? Chicken nugget? I'll bite that. <laughs> so true. No, that's nuts. Yeah, we, I mean, like for us, I, I like I like how the communities are actually stepping up and doing fun things. Like I know that, was it Saturday, Monday? Well, just recently they did a teddy bear hunt in, in the town I live in where you display teddy bears and, you know, as people go by, they beep or they honk because you have the teddy bears. And you throw your family in the car and you drive around and you look for these teddy bears. And they have a, a map of the town online and, you know, where the teddy bears are. And um, I know it was really cool, especially for, like, the police. Because the police in my town have a real good um, community uh, policing base. They just they, they have a real good um, pulse on, you know, the town. And they went around and they were taking selfies with the, you know, with all the bears and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. And that was a real good morale booster and stuff. Except out of the good comes bad, right? This young girl had a bear on her tricycle at the end of the driveway. And so, oh, no. yeah, some guy came up, grabbed the tricycle in the neighbor's arm and said, hey, buddy, that you can't take that. It's part of the teddy bear thing. That's the little girls. The guy leaves it about a half an hour later, comes back and steals the frig- steals the thing. That's unbelievable. Like, yeah, just a scumbag if you're stealing a, you know, a tricycle. But on the positive note, somebody um, went out and anonymously bought this little girl a new uh, tricycle and left it at a property. Oh, that's so that's nice. nice. But, I mean, I yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, as far as that goes, I think that people are getting creative to try to, you know, be happy and try to make the best of this and, and if that's what you got to do for your mental health, then I think that's absolutely wonderful. I think you got to think outside the box when it comes to mental health. We've we've been saying it forever. That's basically our premises for what we do here at Hidden Battles, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's you know the strength to face their fears of what the virus is and go out and do something. They're dialing down their emotions in the moment. They're trying to bounce back on their feet and recover fast if they can and build resilience at the same time. So. Um, I think it's good to get out and do something. Yeah, I, I agree. Matt, you got you got a lot of property too, so you're uh you're exploring your property balance too, right? Uh not really. Not yet. Are you too busy in the house plus it's a little wet still out there? Yeah, a little busy in the house and we got a foot of snow in the last storm and now the entire property is just it's just all mud. Oh, okay. Huh. The the dogs like to go exploring and then yeah, got to wash them. Running back in. A lot of ticks yeah. though. Uh, I haven't seen any yet. Um, both the dogs are on tick stuff, but I haven't yeah. seen any on me. I don't think. I don't think the manager's seen any on her. How about you, Chris? But apparently any, they're out. Yeah. Any any ticks on you, Chris? I've had nothing on me. Uh, Janice, I don't believe, has had any ticks on her. 
the dog has had a few just we're trying to find a, the correct take medication to give him yeah um because there were side effects from the first one yeah so we're just trying to get that on but i have my pest guy coming in the next yeah. week or so to spray my entire property with for ticks and mosquitoes so yeah well, i just get chicken yeah no 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 Ticks are evolving. There was a big thing on National Geographic on how ticks are evolving, that they're actually surviving the digestive tract of, of, um, of fowl. So like a tick or a turkey, I mean a turkey or chicken or something is eating them. They're living through it now. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Mm. But no, They wouldn't survive my bowels. No, no, no I, nothing's going to survive that, man. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> you have, you have military-related IBS probably, right, like the rest of oh, us? yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like I even me. I've cleared so much land in my property, and Craig and I are out back. We're always we're you know we're knee deep in like pine needles and and just exploring and everything else. I haven't found one tick on me yet, and I you know what I'm happy about that because we have our property treated. But still, I think, dude, that's that's another thing that just creeps me out. Not much creeps me out, but like parasitic like insects, they creep me out. And if I think if I got a tick on me and that thing was embedded in me, I think I'd probably stick to the lawn. <laughs> well, we we're not having so much problems with ticks and whatnot. Even though there was a lady on a temple Facebook page that said she had a couple ticks crawling on her and whatnot, but uh, some lady had her uh, barn doors ripped off by a bear last oh, night. Oh, yeah. The bear was trying to get to the chickens. Oh, so yeah. It's bear season. Our, our big friendly bears back. Yeah. yeah. Be careful of your bird feeders. You're just inviting them over. Well, I've been trying to leave the cat outside, but oh, yeah. I don't get away with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like my cats. They don't bring ticks to my house, and they never leave. What do you got, like, as far as, like, your mental health going, Matt, we'll start with you. What is, what's keeping you, and you're not sane, but what's keeping you as sane as possible? Uh, I go to work every day. So your routine's really kind of the same. It's just a... a it has mm, not changed okay. at all. That's good. And, and Except I come home and... The, the managers here. Oh, yeah, that's right, because she used to work late, right, on what, Thursdays or something? In case you're a stalker and, you know, you need to know all these things. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, that now I come home and the, the dogs usually have done something and she has a really good story to tell me. Oh, that's good. Uh, some sort of shenanigans that mm -hmm. they got into. So they in, follow right after their dad. So, it, so in a sense, it's like it's it's actually a good positive building thing for you guys relationship wise yes uh she's slowly but surely going insane um maybe by the end of this she will match my level of insanity oh that that's good that could either be really good or really bad uh and and since we've watched that new birds of prey movie she um i think she's really going full fledged for the harley quinn nice good for you how was that any good nice. I thought it was pretty good. I yeah. think she enjoyed it. Um, oh, I mean, good. me personally, I watched Bad Boys for Life, and I can see myself being Will Smith. But no big deal. Yeah, there you go. I could see you being Will Smith too, but um, in a movie, not that movie. Maybe like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air re remix or whatever. I think I that mean, was that works. Like, yeah. that, that works. Yeah. The the Fresh Prince of Temple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Rowdy Town. <laughs> That works, Matt. I mean, uh, Chris, what do you got? What have you been doing to maintain your sanity? Well, obviously, really, my schedule hasn't changed too much. 
Um, but, you know, Janice is working from home. She works days, Monday through Friday, from like 7.30, 8 o'clock until 5, 5.30, depending. Yeah. Um, so by the time I get home from work, it's, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning. I usually at that point just want to go to sleep. So I sleep for a little bit and then get up and do whatever I need to do throughout the day. So, you know, I've cleaned different rooms of the house. I've started unpacking my office upstairs, which I still have boxes that I haven't unpacked since we moved in back in September. So it's like, you know, um, I'm just trying to stay out of her hair during the day, you know, during her work day, but it doesn't really work. Yeah. Interesting. So I try to find little tasks that give me a reason to leave. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to go and change the webbing on this. Oh, I'm going to Home Depot. Yeah, Scott needs a uh, Scott so needs a Scott needs a yeah Scott needs a chicken pie. <laughs> yeah, Scott needs a chicken pie. I have to go pick one up. Well, it, you know what? As long are you maintaining that six foot rule? Is that? I mean, everywhere I've gone. Like I've I've gone like I had to go to the bank today because that's something I need to do. It's a necessity. But I go in and there's like painters tape on the floor, six feet. You know, um, there's a lot of places like that. I mean, yeah. the Dunkin' Donuts I typically go to. The chicken same place. Thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, there are things that you you have to do. There's things that you like. You need to go get food. I mean, it's 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 it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not. Now... Sorry. Good. Good. I was gonna say it's not like we're at a pool hall, you know. It's not like you, 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 you if you get the like in, in army PT, if you, or even like phys ed in high school, if you get your arms straight up and you swing around in a circle, if you hit anybody, they're in your personal space. I mean, you can't do that. It, it's, you know, you're gonna go through the supermarket, you're gonna pass somebody, just, you know, yell out lip locking them. You're not, you know, breathing in their face and don't carry on a conversation about the price of peas. Just Wait, go on your own way. Yeah, lip lock them. <laughs> Is that a term you young you young people do? Do you guys use that? Well. I I don't know. I I went through I went through the store today and everyone was lip locking. <laughs> well, that's Would just you grab a ninety-year-old lady. <laughs> it was. It, it, know what this? It's because where Matt lives, that's what you do. You go to the family market and you just lip lock. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but Market Basket up here they uh, they limited the amount of people in the store to one hundred and twenty-two. Yeah, and five in, five out, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but apparently it. Uh, I don't know, five or six o'clock this morning, the uh, director stopped in because he was like, oh, you know, no one's going to be down here this early. And uh, he waited about 45 minutes to get in the door. Yeah. Well, they have yeah. the, they have the senior hour from six to six to seven or something like that. So they have that. Falls into that. Yeah. I think it's five to six now, five to six. Yeah. But it, but it is. It's like, yeah, five to six is like the it's like the magic number of everything. I went to the gun store to pick up some ammo. And there was five boxes of each. Uh, no, sorry, it was two two boxes of each caliber, five five box minnows, which is strange. And then I went to another gun store because that's not enough, and I could get five boxes of uh, one caliber. And then I had to leave for ten minutes, to come back and get five more. It was so uh, so it's strange, yeah. Yeah, the one down the street from us is the three box maximum. So yeah, Chris. So Matt and I before the quarantine, uh, I went up to Matt's to shoot my my new pew pew. And that thing's yes. spot on. I love that thing. So Matt, which one, which Matt. one was this? So my new FNN that I got, the 509. Oh, yes, the one that I saw the pictures of. Yeah, that thing's beautiful. What do you think, Matt? I liked it. Yeah. And then, yeah, then we shot Matt's new AR. That was fun. We found a 
old piece of, um, it looked like a decorative pie plate that you hung on your wall. And we Probably decided. Probably an antique worth a lot of money. Yeah, not anymore. It's Now it's a, it's a pasta strainer. It's very nice. We just repurposed it. So yeah, we yeah. So we did a lot of shooting, which probably, if I had known that, we probably wouldn't have shot as much because I had to go and replenish my supplies, which is another funny yeah, thing. Yeah, me too. The funny thing is, I feel honestly, and I said this to someone the other day, I feel like I'm on like a survival movie, like except there's no, like there's no zombies I'm dodging or anything. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like no kidding. I go look at Leslie and I'm like, all right, well, I have to head to hardware store for supplies. I mean, would in any other day and age would you ever say? I'm heading to the supply store for some. I'm heading down to get supplies. No, it'd be like right, I'm going leave. to get. Yeah, I'm just. Hey, I'll be back. I'm going to Hannaford. You need anything? No, no. Now it's like I'm going to get supplies. What do you need? Uh, light bulb, twine, bob wire, and bolt cutters. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? I with mean, that? I went down to the liquor store for supplies. Well, see, that's good too. That's all right. That that necessity supplies. Oh. Yeah. Back to your pasta strainer. Once you uh. Once we start learning how to make pasta over here, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have to borrow that strainer that you've created. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going to give you lead poisoning. I'm going to say that right now. Your <laughs> your children will grow up really short. No. Um, and and you'd, um, you'd probably end up getting tetanus. Yeah, I'm going to say that's tetanus. You're going to get MRSA. Tetanus. In that case, I will pass. Thanks. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say whatever you whatever you're going to get from using that is going to make Corona look like uh, like a runny nose. Yeah. Oh, perfect. You know the fastest way to clear out a line at a store? Uh, Yo, coronavirus. Cough. cough a lot. Well, you just start coughing and talking about your recent trip to Asia. Oh, no. Well, you could do this. True story. So we had a scare. We had gone. We had a fundraiser. I mean, it's been a while since we podcasted. We actually did a fundraiser with a friend of ours who was running the Boston Marathon for suicide awareness. So we went, and it was drag queen bingo. Matt bowed out. Which he missed a really good time. Ooh. However, Chris, uh, Chris, sure Chris, and we I very busy that day. No, no, you guys went out to dinner. I, I saw it with social media. You spy on everybody. You you can't bang out of work sick anymore because everybody posted they're going to the, the the beach. But so we ended up uh, exactly. Yeah, we ended up going to the drag queen bingo. It was actually very entertaining. It was funny. But it was a week later when the coronavirus stuff starts kicking in. One of the employees, for some odd reason, says, I have corona, uh, which I, I keep calling it uh, what it's co um, what COVID. I was calling it uh, covert. So they're like, I have covert, and I, I can't uh, see how I did it again. Covert, not, co not COVID. Um, but she said it. She put it out, said, I have COVID, um, and I can't come to work to the boss. So the guy proactively says, the owner of this pub says, and he's a really good guy says, hey, I just want to let everybody know, if you were here between Wednesday and this night, um, one of the employees was working. She actually turned up positive for COVID. Turned out it was a lie. So Leslie ends up telling her boss, hey, there's a chance. Chris, you end up telling your boss there's a chance, which sends yep. all these gears moving and the machine starts going and people start notifying boards of health and people are starting to get told to quarantine, everything else. Turns out that she lied. Um... So Leslie's at home for for a week. She the her work says stay out of work for a week just with precaution, whatever. I'm in Market Basket with my father-in-law, and he's never been on. And a lot of people don't know him. Um, he's um, 77. He's still got his faculties, kinda. Uh, he's in great shape. Guy's very active. He turns to the women behind us while we're in the checkout line. Excuse me, and he says, 
what do you think of this? And they're all like, yeah, this is crazy. I've never had anything like this before. He's like, um, you know what? I've been here for a long time and, you know, on this earth, and I've never seen anything like this before. He goes, yep. Yeah. He goes, my, my daughter's at home. She's got it. <laughs> I, I I swear to God, it was like somebody dropped a rock in the pond and the ripples moved people out of the way. People were backing up in a scurry. Like, like what, wait, what, what, what? So one lady's like, what did you just say? Your daughter has it? And she's like backing away. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, this is why we don't want you talking to people. And he's like, what? I go, no. So I tell the whole, I tell everybody the whole story I just told you guys, you know. And they're like, oh, my God. And he's like, well, you know me. You can't listen to anything that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, you just literally just made the diaper aisle sell out because of what you just did to people. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. Cough. Cough say, you know, oh, I'm, I'm buying all this ramen noodles because I miss it because I just came back from Asia. I'm pretty sure that that would probably cause you to go to the Toronto line. You know? Yeah, or I could just walk out the door with it. I don't know. You guys got anything else? Anything uh, coming down the pipeline? Talk about I what we're doing. Secret stash of toilet paper. There you go. Was it at work? Nope. Oh. Did you see That's what people? Oh, did you see what people? Oh yeah, go to the dollar store. You get it there. Nobody's buying it there. Did you see? And it's probably for good reasons. Did you see what people are doing at Walmart's? No. What? So what they're doing at Walmart is they're they're taking uh, the cordless screw guns. They're putting a screwdriver in it. They're wetting it. Then they go in the bathroom. And they put it onto the toilet paper, and they spin, and it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. And they're, yeah, yeah. they're stealing the the damn toilet paper out of Walmart. If you're gonna, I don't see why. There's much softer stuff in that store to steal than that <laughs> toilet paper in the bathroom. No Maybe kidding. It's the the feeling. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know what the funny thing is? I just saw I saw a thing that one of the biggest sellers in Walmart right now. Would you know what it is? No. Shirts. Button-up shirts and, and fancy type of shirts, which for Walmart, you got you know. And know why? Why? Because everybody is now doing Zoom stuff from work. They're all doing video conferencing at work, and all they have to do is look good from the waist up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they're wearing, all like. all the dry cleaners and stuff for clothes. Yeah. So now they're buying these polo shirts and stuff, but they're still, still sitting around in their snack and slacks, right? With their, you know, their shorts on, their boxes, their underwear, whatever, and they just looking good from the waist up. I think that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but so yeah. I mean, it's a lot like my hairstyle these days. It's it's um, essential in the front and non-essential in the back. <laughs> Matt, if you can send me a picture of that, that will actually be the picture of our podcast. Your mullet. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to clean it up a little bit. The mm -hmm. lady didn't do as good of a job as I was hoping, unfortunately. Well, I'm supposed to but, come over uh, there and help you paint. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm supposed to be doing electrical. It's it's the Apple the Apple uh, whiskey I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. you said you were going to come over this week to, yeah. to repair that. I will. I'll be over. Um, so why don't, when I come over, I'll bring my uh, my clippers, and I'll, I'll take care of you. Oh, perfect. I'll make sure I'm not coughing. Okay, good. I'll make sure I come in with my, um, my NBC mask and my Mop 4 suit. No. Perfect. Which actually, that would probably freak some people out because I actually still have a protective mask from um, my military days, so I could probably wear that out and see what people think. I'll just I'm, wear the. Uh, I'm quarantined. That's what. That's what you'd be like. Oh, I'm sorry. This is my quarantine gear. Yep. Yeah. Put a put a sign on my face. Uh, I mean, not uh, hanging from my my neck, like when I got you know shamed into something, saying, uh, 
don't come cl- so close. I'm, you know, I'm contagious, but it it's for herpes, not for COVID. <laughs> oh. I, I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the turnout gear with the, uh, you know, the mask and apparatus from the fire station, and then uh, instead of wearing the actual firefighting helmet, I'm going to wear my old uh, Kevlar helmet that I used to deploy with. Nice. There you go. I have one of those. Yeah, I think that'll make some people, some some people run. Maybe. Well, no, not where you live. That's actually that's Friday night date night wear right there. <laughs> uh, no, up, up up here it's it's overalls. Hey, and why now are we not going to the gas mask museum to protect ourselves? I bet you the gas mask museum sold out. I think Maybe. it was. Cl- I thought it was closed because I didn't believe it was part of the essential personnel. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe I'm. I'm maybe it's probably still open. And you know what? I'm going to look into that. I called there the other day, and it just rang and rang and rang. So did it? Yeah. Was, was it chloroform night, or was it just a regular night? You know, it might have been chloroform night. Okay. Well, this podcast has really gone off the rails. <laughs> the look that I'm getting right now is priceless. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like I'm gonna. It's gonna be all edited. All this will be edited. It's gonna be a ten minute podcast. Yeah. Danielle, like her eyes just start to just melt, and then her heart is just melting because every time she looks at me and sees my mullet. Oh, I thought she was watching the Shakira performance for the Super Bowl like I was. No. Oh. She's watching videos of horses doing horse stuff. Oh. With people on their back. That's that's nice. I got nothing. All right. So yeah. stuff we have coming up. Yeah. In a good pause. All right. Call of Duty War, though. So yeah. So what do we have coming up? We are right now. We're con- we're currently have a campaign to um, raise money to purchase sundries, toiletries, um, stuff to make all the nurses and medical staff and paramedics on the front lines' lives a little more stress free. Uh, we're trying to get them like sleep masks, lotion for the hands, new socks. Um, lip balm some snacks stuff like that and um toothbrushes yeah toothbrushes so we so we're we're working on that currently and we will deliver those those will actually be delivered to the stations uh the departments we actually adopting six families from Lowell general hospital that are actually being hit hard as far as their you know their essential personnel in the hospital their family members spouses are also first responders so they're essential personnel which is taking a toll on them personally so we're actually going to adopt them we're going to send them some hot meals we're going to put some care packages together for them and their kids uh, we have that we have um, virtual stuff coming up a good friend of ours amanda chamberlain has actually just filmed one she's filming a second one tomorrow it's going to be virtual pilates which uh, is going to be cool that link will be up we have virtual uh, meditation. That link is going to be up. Uh, we we have a lot of stuff. I know the spe- uh, specialist Polini, um, Matthew Polini Foundation, is planning a uh, social distance ruck march. It's going to be. I have to look for the date. It'll be actually on our website. Uh, sorry, no, it'll be on our Facebook. That's going to be coming up. Uh, that's going to be at the Veterans Park in Drakeit. That's where it's going to start. Where it goes, I don't know. Um, so other than that, Chris, what do we have coming up? Think you hit it right on the head. Yeah, everything's kind of everything's been suspended. Right yeah, and I mean, and it's and it's hard for us where we're activity driven for us to keep our programs going and stay relevant. You know, for us to just let everybody know that hey, we're still out there. 
you know, because I, that's what our thing is. Our thing is activity driven. It's to get people off the couch and stuff. And it's really hard to do that when we're being ordered by the, you know, the governors of Massachusetts and New Hampshire to stay home. You know, I mean, we could social socially distance and uh, do fencing at uh, <laughs> Rowdy's Ranch. And by fencing, I mean, not actually putting up wooden fence, not, um, uh, you know, the fake sword fighting. Yeah. The, the real sword fighting, though. Um I like I, I I said if whatever you can do to get out, um, I know that um, get off the couch three sixty five. Our friend over there, Josh, he's still um, he's still putting out his videos of stuff to keep doing. I so looked at them. I know that guys are out running, like Chris said. There's a lot of people out running still. There's, I went out for a bike ride with Craig the other day. We didn't encounter anybody. For all the people who are going to go, oh, you're not quarantined. Um, you know, but if you still got to keep active. You still got to keep doing the thing. If you're just going to sit there and stare at the TV, you're not doing anything for yourself. Get up, do a house project. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm painting the kitchen. That that sounds fun. Uh, Matt's painting his whole house. Chris is doing landscaping. Chris is pressure washing. So do stuff like that. Don't get into the habit of sitting around doing nothing. It's not good for your mental well well being, you know. Um, but other than that, yeah, just I just just. You know, the one thing that you can really do is spend some time outside, away from your phone, no distractions. Mm -hmm. So take a walk, go for a run, listen to music. Just find something. Puzzles. Some me time for you. Board games. Um, yeah, board game. But even then, something where nobody else is really taking part. Just something that you can get away from work, get away yep. from this corona thing that's going on. That mm -hmm. Anyone who turns on the TV, that's the only thing you hear about now. Absolutely. Uh, and... It's ridiculous. So, give you some t some time, some extra time. Again, no phone, no distractions. So, if you want to listen to music, go for a walk by yourself, or take a run, go for it. Just um, give yourself some extra time to do whatever. Yeah. No, absolutely, I agree. Um, and like I said, Matt, Matt's got enough property. If you're that, if you have that board, want to go for a ride, and want to do some work, drive up to Matt's house. Instant messenger. Yeah, send us a message. Info yeah. at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org will provide you with the address. Yep, and you can go up to Rowdy's Ranch, and you can do some ranch hand work. Yes, you just have to call ahead and make a reservation, or else the security system will be activated. <laughs> and then there's uh, this. You get a track drive turbo. There's gunplay. So, but no, if you if you guys are really, I know, I know, over the past couple of weeks, we've been. We've been getting a lot of instant messages on people asking for resources and what they can do to, to deal with their anxiety and their depression during these times. And like I said, we, we, we refer a lot of people to AFSP's website, AFSP.org. They have great literature. But if you ask us, I know I speak for Chris. I'm going to tell you the same thing. I know I speak for Matt. you got to stay active. you got to do something. Even if it's in your own front yard raking, even if it's whatever, you know, painting, you, you got to do something. Go through your sock drawer. Go through T-shirts. Just keep busy. Pressure washing is very therapeutic. Rumor has it. Don't do it in flip-flops. Disclosure. Yeah, no. All right. But no. So, I mean, if you got any ideas, you got any comments, you know, concerns, you know, suggestions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we're all over the place. You know how to find us at this point. You can actually, I think you can message us through this. I don't know. You guys got anything else? I don't believe so. I did we mention that this was brought to you by Digital Federal Credit Union, dcu.org. You can find a local branch near you. This is also brought to you by the local 429 out of Lowell, Massachusetts. The local guys are a great bunch of guys. They're actually 
essential personnel. They're still working. Um, but no, thanks for reminding me, Chris, for actually telling everybody that DCU does part of this. And they were part of the five five person rule the other day too. I drove by them today, and we we're going because right, you have to always justify where you're going. I was going to the pharmacy to get some some uh, prescriptions for my son. But as we drove by DCU, there was people standing out in line waiting to get in. So, you know, so that's happening. Yeah, all of the all of the bank. So, uh, the bank I go to, it's drive through only. Yeah, drive through. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny thing is, is like the bank I go to is drive through, and every time we go through, there's a, a young woman there who gives my son lollipops, and little she came through, and my wife's looking at me, and I had to pull the Lysol wipe out and wipe it down and give it to my son. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just crazy times, crazy times. When we were kids, we ate dirt. Now you can't do that. So, all right, guys. I well, still eat it. yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you got nothing else, I got nothing else. Um, I know Chris has a whole bunch of books. I know if, listen, if you have a picture of you wearing Hidden Battles gear or Hidden Battles memorabilia, or you have a, a Ben Shaw glass with our name on it, post it on our Facebook page. You'll see the, the link. We're giving away a $25 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, you know the Grubhub that. So you can do that. You can drive through it too. Check out our website. Uh, I keep saying website. Check out our Facebook page. We have contests going on all the time to try to keep you guys engaged and you girls engaged. Chris just gave away a book to our good friend, uh, Jay Frazier. We're gonna, like I said, we're giving away the $25 gift card to the Wears Hidden Battles uh, clothing thing that we're doing. We're going to come up with more than that. We'll have one where we're probably going to give you a bottle of wine. We have another one where we're probably going to give away a hat. So just keep checking out our Facebook page, Hidden Battles Foundation. Check out our Instagram. Check us out on the web. Check us out on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Where else are we, Chris? YouTube. Uh, really, any major platform for podcasting, you can find us. I know we're on the... Uh, I'm trying to think... Um, WBZ's platform there. iHeartRadio? iHeart, thank you, iHeartRadio. Yeah, I mentioned that. You weren't paying attention, like me earlier when you gave out the statistics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. I'm, I'm, uh, I, you're lying. You, I think you are drinking. Away. I think you're drinking. All right, so get no, some I'm sleep, not. Chris. Chris, have a safe night. Matt, it was awesome talking to you, and I see you soon. Thank you, Captain Rowdy, for coming on. We've missed you. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Yep. Tell us. Uh, Scott, I'll see you tomorrow while social distancing. Yes, we will. We have big news uh, coming up as a partnership is happening also. Um, that is actually happening tomorrow, so you'll have to listen to the next podcast to listen. Or you will have to check out us our Facebook page. Facebook is going to be Hidden Battles Foundation, and you will actually see all these wonderful things. So don't seclude yourself. Get engaged and do fun things. Anyone? Well, no. I mean, get engaged, but don't get engaged. Yes, yes, stay engaged. All right, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. It's 1-800-273-8252, or you can text T-A-L-K-TALK to 741-741. Chris's favorite three numbers? 911. All right, and you'll probably get Matt. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for having us. This is going to be a blast editing, and uh, we will talk soon. Oh, yeah. Bye. Look forward to it. All right. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye. Bye.